Hey everyone, this is the Salty Gaijin Podcast, and I'm your host, Brittany Linder. While episode 9 is still in the works, I put together a short bonus episode for you all. A few weeks ago, I had the privilege of giving a message at a Japanese tea ceremony event my church had. I looked at the traditional Buddhist tea ceremony, or sado, and tried to approach it with a Christian biblical perspective, which led me to the idea of shalom. Since it's similar to how I approach other topics in my podcast, I thought it'd make a good bonus episode. It's set up like a Bible study, so please feel free to pause at any time to look up Bible passages or to think deeply about the discussion question. So here's my take on Sato and Shalom. Perhaps you know this, but the tea ceremony is rich with deep meaning and purpose. It's heavily influenced by Zen Buddhism and is used not just as a cultural ceremony, but also as a spiritual practice by Japanese followers of Zen. I am by no means an expert in tea ceremony, let alone Zen Buddhism. However, I understand that the practice of tea ceremony is laced with the wabi-sabi aesthetic. We're to appreciate the beauty of imperfections, the rustic simplicity of the tools, the tea room, the surrounding nature, and the bittersweet beauty of the transience of all things. I also learned that the way of tea has four main principles. Harmony, or wa, reverence, or kei, purity, or sei, and, most importantly, tranquility, or jaku. One tries to find harmony in the interactions between the host and the guests, as well as the people with nature and the items around them. The host shows reverence to the guests by meticulously planning the decor, the tea, and the service for the guests. The guests, in turn, show respect towards the host by complimenting the craftsmanship of the cup or the choice in decor. All the guests must purify themselves by washing their hands before entering the tea room, and the host works diligently to clean the tools repeatedly in the presence of their guests, all the while serving with pure intentions from the heart. As a result, one may be able to find a deep inner peace, tranquility, through the simple mundane actions of drinking tea. You appreciate the impermanence of the moment and settle into the peace of nothingness. In this way, one can ideally discover their true self and carry this tranquility into other aspects of life. I think all of these principles are good. As a Christian, though, I would actually group all of these aspects into one word, shalom. It's a Hebrew word, and it's often translated as peace. And so, I have a question that I would like for you to think about for a moment. When you think of peace, what do you imagine? What kind of peace do you want in life?
I looked up the word peace in the dictionary, and all the dictionaries carry two main themes. One, the end of hostility or disturbances. And two, freedom from inner turmoil. But I think these definitions fail to fully describe the meaning of shalom. Shalom, simply put, could be described as wholeness or completeness. It's something that's complex with many pieces, but maintains a state of completeness or wholeness that was originally intended for it. So it's not the absence of hostility or turmoil, but rather the positive presence of a serenity based on wholeness and completeness. It's a restoration of relationships, systems, nature, spirit, and goodness, all according to how God intended things to be. The idea of shalom is present throughout the whole Bible. There was shalom in the beginning when God made creation. Adam and Eve lived in shalom with God and with nature, but they lost it when they didn't trust God, when they ate the fruit God commanded them not to. Since then, we've been living in this world without complete shalom. We all long for peace, I think. We feel and know that something is missing in life, that something isn't right in this world. So we try to find it in our hobbies, in our own minds or hearts, in our relationships, or for some Zen Buddhists, in tea ceremony. However, we can't actually attain peace ourselves. Peace, shalom, is something that comes from God. Only God can bring true shalom to us and the world. But here's the good news. God has, in fact, given us a path to true peace, a path towards wholeness and completeness. I'd like us to look at a few passages from the Bible. First, let's take a look at Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7. It says, For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness, from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Here, the prophet Isaiah is prophesying about a promised prince of peace and says that the greatness of his rule and peace, shalom, will never end. This shalom wouldn't be temporary either. It would last forever and would extend across all of creation. And who is this Prince of Peace? Well, it is none other than Jesus Christ, God himself in human flesh. Romans chapter 5 verse 1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way in which we can find true peace, true shalom, with God. It's how we are restored to the wholeness and completeness that God intended for us to be. 
And when we are restored to this wholeness, we are then able to bring that wholeness to the world. It extends beyond us. I think the principles of tea ceremony are good and point to a reality, a peace that all humans desire. But we are imperfect and incomplete. Imperfect things can't make themselves whole. As such, we are unable to fully attain peace ourselves. However, we are able to choose peace. Jesus, the Prince of Peace himself, gives us the opportunity to be reconciled with God. Why? Because only God is able to complete us. Only God can fill that empty space in our lives. He's the missing piece. Once our relationship with God is restored and made whole again, we're able to experience all the qualities of shalom, completeness, wholeness, soundness, health, and safety, just as Adam and Eve did at the beginning of creation. It's as Jesus says in John 14, verse 27, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. When we choose Jesus, he gives us his shalom, the peace of God, who, unlike us and unlike the world, is whole and perfect. God is whole and perfect. So, I invite you to consider, do you want to be made whole again? Would you like true, complete peace in your heart, soul, and life? Jesus offers it freely. We just have to accept his gift of peace. Let's rest in his shalom today. Thank you for listening to the Salty Gaijin Podcast. If you're interested in hearing more about my daily life in Japan, you can follow me on Instagram at Salty Gaijin or Twitter at The Salty Gaijin. You can also check out my blog, saltygaijin.com, for more theological musings from me, as well as Bible studies and some tips for expat living in Japan. Also, if you like the content I make on my blog or in this podcast and would like to support my work, please consider donating through Buy Me a Coffee. You could pay as little as $5 or one cup of coffee as a one-time donation, or you can buy me two or three or as many coffees as you want. No subscription or account needed. Just click on the Buy Me a Coffee link in the episode description to donate. Any contribution is welcome and deeply appreciated. The music for this podcast is by Les FM from pixabay.com. If you like the podcast, leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I always love and appreciate your feedback. I'll catch you next time. Ciao.